more I watch the NFL, the more to me it becomes unfathomable how the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl this year. Like, if, if anyone else right now but the 49ers are raising the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the season, I mean, I think it's the biggest failure and the biggest letdown since really the 07 Patriots when they were 18-0 and lost to the Giants. Like, that's, I think, how big of a failure and how right now easy of a path it is for the 49ers to win it all. They are the only team I believe in right now in the NFL that can win a Super Bowl. Just let's start in the NFC. Who scares you in the NFC? Like, like, seriously. The 49ers right now have the number one seed in the conference. So, assuming they win out, which I think they will, they're going to get a home field, and everyone's going to have to come through Santa Clara to dethrone them. Who is going into San Francisco and beating the 49ers? Cowboys aren't. Eagles aren't. I mean, we saw both those two teams play the 49ers earlier this year. The combined score was 84-29. to 84 to 29. They were outscored by 55 points. The two closest teams to the 49ers and the Cowboys and the Eagles. 55 points. And one of them, well, one of them was on the road in a hostile environment in bad weather in Philly a few weeks ago. So even though they're talented, I don't think right now the Eagles or the Cowboys are on the level of the 49ers. If they meet again, I fully expect a repeat of what we saw the first time. A complete blowout. And so, I mean, no one else in the NFC scares you. Lions, no. In terms of beating the 49ers, no. NFC South, South, you know, the Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield, Falcons, Packers, Rams. No one in the NFC is going into Santa Clara and beating the 49ers. And then, okay, so the path to Vegas, right, the path to the Super Bowl for San Francisco, to me, is very clear and very easy. And then on the other side, like, once you get there, who's beating them? Ravens don't really scare me too much. Lamar Jackson has never been a very good postseason player. And this team is okay. They got a little bit better with that Rams win, but they're not great in close games. Dolphins right now can't beat a good team. Chiefs offense can't get out of first gear. Jaguars, good talent, underwhelmed. Bills, I mean, everyone now is telling me that they're the hottest team in the NFL. Watch, that's the team that will play, the Bills. Defense is, is not very good in their offense. Sure, it, it can be explosive if they're on the same page, but they've also been wildly inconsistent this year. So who who is beating the 49ers in the AFC? I don't. I don't see anyone. I don't see anyone uh, on their level whatsoever. So it's like when you look around the league right now, there's been a lot of parity. There's also been a lot of bad football. There's a ton of backup quarterbacks. And everyone's about average. Like all the teams we thought would be really good coming into the year, outside of San Francisco, have underwhelmed. And all the teams we didn't think were going to be very good have played better than we thought. But with that said, it's like, okay, the Packers have played better. The Rams have been better. The Colts have been better than we thought. The Browns, right now with with four different quarterbacks, have been better than we thought. 
but it's like on the other side, okay, but those teams are, are not a threat. And I mean, even the Cowboys, sure, they're 10 and 3, but blown out by the 49ers. Lost the Eagles on the road in Philly. Eagles right now have just been. The defense is a mess. Like that defense is broken beyond repair. Jalen Hurts is banged up. And you're missing right now Shane Steichen calling the plays because the offense is, is out of whack and inconsistent. So, even some of the, the really good teams we thought that would be in contention have disappointed, have come back to the pack. So, with all that average football, the more I watch, like each and every week, the more I watch the NFL, the more I see the 49ers running away with the Super Bowl. Like, they are right now, if we if we rank the NFL in tiers, right? Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 3, Tier 1. It's the 49ers and no one else on their tier. Cowboys have the same record. Ravens have the same record. I don't think they've been anywhere near as dominant and consistent as San Francisco has been. No one else is on their tier. And each and every week, all the 49ers do is create more separation from them and everybody else in the, uh, in the NFL. So it's like when you look around, it's like, how do the 49ers not win the Super Bowl? How is this not the year for San Francisco to finally break through and win one? I don't know. Like, I don't know how. And that's why, like, if they don't do it, if they don't make the Super Bowl, and if they don't win it once they get there, I mean, I think it truly is the biggest upset since we saw the Patriots lose to the Giants back in 07. When they were 18-0, when they blew everybody out where there was not a team in their way that you thought no chance they got to beat them. And they got got by that front four of the, uh, of the Giants. And that's still like when you think of like upsets of like so some of the best teams to not win a Super Bowl, your brain goes right there to that 18-0 Patriots team. Now really 18-1 by the time. Obviously going to the game 18-0. I think this 49ers team is like on that level of, of in 10 years from now, we're talking about, wow, how did that team not win? It's the 07 Patriots. And then I think the very next team you list, 2023 San Francisco 49ers, if they can't break through. Like part of it is like not just the fact that so much of the league this year is average. It's also when you look at the 49ers, what is their weakness? Like, if they lose in the playoffs or in the Super Bowl, how? Because I don't really know. Offensively, there's no flaw. Right? This is a team that is second in the NFL in total offense. They are third in rushing offense, third in passing offense, third in points per game. They have, I mean, they have, what, the best running back in the game? Right now, I mean, with Travis Kelsey's decline, best tight end in the game? Best do-it-all athlete in the game in Debo Samuel. Best left tackle in the game in Trent Williams. I would argue the best offensive line. Brandon Ayuk is the stud. Brock Purdy's an MVP candidate. And then defensively, by the way, you have a team that is now getting after you. Best linebacker core in the NFL. Um, number one team in terms of turnover differential. So they're forcing a lot of turnovers. Not giving the ball away a ton. Tremendous offensive-minded head coach in Kyle Shanahan. Guys won a lot of playoff games. This team overall has won a lot of playoff games, so they have a lot of playoff experience. They're at home, tremendous home team. Like, where's the flaw? 
Where is the flaw that is identifiable with this team right now that is the reason why they are going to lose a playoff game or the reason why an AFC team is going to get them in the Super Bowl? I, I can't tell you. I can't find one. I can't point it out. Which is why if we are sitting here on February 13th talking about any team but San Francisco not winning the Super Bowl, it is one of the biggest disappointments in NFL history. The 49ers absolutely should win the Super Bowl. I think they will win it. It's a lock for me at this point. And anything else, anyone else winning it? It's one of the biggest disappointments we've ever seen in NFL history. This is, this has 49ers written all over. I mean, even this week, Kyle Shanahan is talking about not, you know, his opponent, not what he's concerned about. Here he is trying to make the case for not one. Think about how many coaches get to do this. Not one, but two MVP um, cases for his uh, guys on his own team. I mean, think about that. Think about how many NFL head coaches can make the case for multiple guys on their team to win the MVP. Like Mike McCarthy, he's talking about the MVP. It's obviously right, Dak. If Mike McDaniel's talking about it, it's Tua. Uh, excuse me, it's Tyreek. Holy cow. Sorry about that. It's Tyreek. If John Harbaugh's talking about MVP, it's Lamar Jackson. <laughs> you never get a head coach on his, uh, you know, uh, during media availability. Being able to talk about multiple guys having legitimate, not just like cockamamie, not just Homer views from the head coach and it's his guy trying to support him. He has realistic and legitimate MVP cases to make about two different guys on his team. It's incredible. But it just goes to hammer home the point more of if the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl, like what are we doing? Talk about the one of the ultimate choke jobs. So, I mean, I, for me, it's a shoe in It's an absolute lock. The 49ers are winning the Super Bowl. If you disagree, if you think it's not as obvious or not as big of a disappointment if they don't win it, I want to hear why. Gold on the ceiling. Gold raised the Lombardi Trophy. It is Ryan Hickey on CBS Sports Radio. I just, like, the more we watch this league, the more you just realize how many average teams there are this season. And the more you watch the 49ers, the more it's like, this team is head and shoulders above everybody else. I think they're a class above the Eagles, class above the, and the, uh, class above the Cowboys, and we saw both of those teams on the same field against the 49ers. Neither of them, Cowboys nor the Eagles, were competitive. I don't think the Ravens, and we'll see uh, next week, Ravens taking on the, the 49ers in Santa Clara. I don't think the Ravens even are on the same level right now as the, 40, uh, as the 49ers. So it's like the more you watch, the more you realize, well, there's not a lot of good teams out there. And the more you realize, well, if the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl, if they get picked off in the NFC playoffs or lose in the Super Bowl, 
Like, it's one of the biggest disappointments we've ever seen. And to me, it's like 07 Patriots level disappointing of not winning the Lombardi Trophy with how dominant they have been and how average everyone else looked. So, I think, I mean, look, uh, it's not a hot take, right, to pick the 49ers to win the Super Bowl this year. At this point, like, that's where I think most people are at. Which is why I think if we don't see the 49ers win, it's one of the historically the biggest disappointments I think we have seen. 855-212-4227. If you can identify another team that is on the level of the 49ers, that doesn't make them not winning the Super Bowl not one of the worst we've ever seen, I want to hear why. 855-212-4227. Matt is calling from Rhode Island. What's up, Matt? What's up, Ryan? Good to talk to you, bro. Likewise, man. How we doing? I'm doing good, man. I, I disagree with your take big time, but uh, I, I want to just say what's up. I've never even called sports radio before. I always listen to you in JR late night. I'm a Domino's driver, so I get home from work at like 1 a.m. and uh, just move, so I don't even have any Wi-Fi. So you're like my late night li- uh, lifelink. So nice. Well, appreciate you listening. Hopefully, you keep you entertained. So you disagree on the 49ers? Why? Yeah. Well, I would put them number one right now in my power rankings. And I'm an Eagle fan, so I'm a little biased. I'm not from Philly, though. I'm from Rhode Island, but lifelong Eagle fan, 40 years old. How does that work? I grew up with Randall, and that was like, that's how I picked picked my team. I'm also a Spurs fan. David Robinson and Randall Cunningham were my favorite players when I was like eight years old. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Only local team I like is the Red Sox, which is the closest to me. You know, I'm in Rhode Island. But, uh, no, I'm just looking at it as the Niners are the favorites. But to me, them and the Eagles are one-to-one. Like, we beat their ass last year, excuse my language, uh, in the NFC title game. So they got their payback. Eagles are going through a little swoon, but I think they're on the same level. And I think the Ravens are the most dominant team in football right now. Well, here's – okay, let's start with the Eagles first, especially since you're a fan, Matt. You obviously see the Eagles every week. That defense is not getting fixed. Like, that, that that pass rush is not getting home. The third down defense is bad. The second day overall is bad. Like, well, sure, it's one-to-one in the sense that the Eagles beat the 49ers last in the playoffs, and now the 49ers got their revenge yeah. this past, you know, know, two weeks ago. I know we're not the same team, but I kind right, of but that's the way we got our revenge with Kansas City. They had that date circled, so I kind of don't put that much into it. I guess when you just look at, though, the, like, if they were to rematch, it's probably going to be in Santa Clara. And it's like, okay, so what can the Eagles do in that in the in the rubber match, if you will, to, to beat the 49ers? I'm like, I mean, defensively, are they I mean, get much better? I don't think so. Jalen Hurts' health is also a concern. He's not getting any healthier. Like, I don't see that rematch, if it happens in the playoffs, I don't see it going much different. I guess, I guess you make some breakthroughs. Good points, but I mean, I think that was an even game until they just got that like emotional, yeah, that whole bullshit with our security. Oh, excuse me. Well, it wasn't just uh, appreciate the call, Matt. Hey, drive safe. Appreciate listening, man. Be well. Uh, thank you for making Hick a night here. Hey, well, one of you know your Wi-Fi less, uh, or one of the first thing you do with that Wi-Fi, we'll we'll take it for sure. Um, but like, like you just look at what we're you know you look at that Eagles team going forward. It's like okay. If you want to chalk up that first game to the 49ers having it circled and they just wanted it more, what is going to change then in the playoff rematch? Which, again, is probably now going to be in Santa Clara with the 49ers being 10-3 and and also uh, having the tiebreaker. Like, what is changing? 
I don't think the defense is getting much better. I don't think Jalen Hurts' health is getting much better. So two things that were major problems. Like, And also, look at the Eagles. Um, they've gotten off to a lot of slow starts. And you can look at how the 49ers gotten off to that slow start in the first quarter where they had negative yards and two, three and outs, down six, nothing. And they just came in and whooped them the rest of the game. So the Eagles have been slow starting. And so I don't think they're built to come back for uh, against the 49ers. Like, everything to me lines up um, for the 49ers to win that rematch if it does happen in the postseason. I don't. I think it's more than just, oh, hey, they have, you know, they had revenge on their mind and, and they were just emotionally more invested than the Eagles were. I think it's a lot more than that. Bradley's calling from Houston. What's up, Bradley? Ryan, you there? Can you hear me? Oh, Bradley, I'm here, man. I'm here. That close to the first quarter. Oh, no, I, uh, I've been listening to your take on the 49ers and, uh, like you said, I mean, the league is very average this year, and I just am not as convinced as you are that the 49ers are a lockdown Super Bowl winner and that I would be as shocked if they didn't win. Uh, Eagles, Cowboys, Baltimore, Miami, Chiefs. I mean, if any of these teams were to beat them in the playoffs or in the bowl, I would not be as shocked as it seems like you would be. Why is that? Why? I, because of what you said, I think the league is very average this year, and that well, I think the 49ers could lose just as much to any of those teams as they could win. Do you if think that makes sense? Like I think so. The other 31 teams I think are average. I think that like to me, like the 49ers are a class above everyone else. Are you saying that the 49ers are you, like you think the 49ers are average too? Are you calling the 49ers elite this year? Yes. Uh, and nobody else is considered elite. Yes. I I I just disagree with that. I mean, they lost to the Browns, Vikings, and Bengals this year, yep. and I could see any team that I've named thus far winning against them in the playoffs. And that, I mean, but but by all means, I agree with you that they are the favorites. I'll give you that for sure. All right, brother. Hey, appreciate your comment. We'll agree to disagree at that point. I just, I for me, like I look at the Eagles and I look at what went wrong in that matchup where I just don't think if they rematch, I don't see much changing. The Cowboys just out again, they've been outclassed now in the playoffs for three or two straight years. And then now in uh when they met earlier this season in Santa Clara and got smoked, they've been outclassed for three straight years um against the 49ers and things like the gap is only widening where the 49ers have been in three straight years and, and the margin of victory has only increased for three straight years and how they've won has only, you know, gotten more dominant in three straight years. And so I just don't look at right now the Cowboys being a viable team to go into Santa Clara. I would be shocked, like truly shocked, even though their records are the same, if Dallas goes into Santa Clara and wins. And even with the Ravens having the similar record, like I just, to me, they're not a team that's, I think right now on the 49ers level, I don't trust this this passing game for the, uh, for the Ravens to exploit right now what the... Um, what the 49ers defense is putting out there. Um, I, I don't really like this this Ravens defense. Like, they just got – look, I like the Rams. I'm a, I'm a big believer in the Rams. They also dropped 31 points on them on the Ravens. I think the, the 49ers are way better than the Rams. So, it's like you look at that leaky Ravens defense, I don't think they're anywhere near shut down where they can slow down both the passing game and the running attack of the 49ers. Like, 
the more you, I just don't, I think every other team in the league has at least one weakness that you can highlight that says, oof, yeah, that could be a fatal flaw. I don't know what the 49ers' fatal flaw is. Like, if you could tell me what the fatal flaw is, okay, well, listen, let's have a discussion. I don't see one. Offensively, defensively, coaching, like, they check every box. There's nothing I look at right now that says, oh, yeah, that, that's, that could come back to bite the 49ers. They are, to me, again, the only elite team we have in the NFL. And the more and more you watch the rest of the league, it's like, oh, yeah, flaw, 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 flaw for everyone except right now for San Francisco. Sean, call from Pittsburgh. What's up, Sean? Hey, first-time caller. Unfortunately, I'm a lifetime Steeler fan, so, of course, I've had it worse than any any other callers the last couple weeks. Sean, uh, I'm a Colts fan. Head-to-head, buddy. uh, Huh? So so I'm a Colts fan. Me and you going head-to-head here in about 12 hours. Let's go. Yeah, uh, 49ers. I mean, on paper, they're stacked, but uh, but obviously, um, they had that three-game losing streak. So I, I think their weakness may be focused. I don't know. I mean, and I don't think anybody's going to hold them under 20 points. So I think their biggest weakness is to say a Miami team you can put up a lot of points, has a lot of explosive playmakers. Uh, the Eagles, if, if the Eagles play the perfect game and put up 40 points, you know, it's going to have to be a seat-out. It's not going to be a 21-20 Lost to the 49ers. So I don't think I don't think anybody out there can keep their team under 20 points. They're that I agree with, Sean, 100. percent If you're going to beat them, it has to be in a shootout because you're not slowing down this right now 49ers offensive tackle, no matter what defense you are. I think one of the better things that they picked up too was that uh, pass rusher from uh, Washington. I think he went to high State, but I think that's going to help him too as far as the pass rush because I don't Chase see the other team as far as the pass rush is good as them. Either. Just like you said, I mean, offensive line defensive line, pass rush, playmakers, coaching, and hopefully – and I'm rooting for him. I'm hoping I'm hoping Kyle gets his Super Bowl thing because he should have had it against the Patriots, you know, so. Oh, I mean, yeah, with the Falcons, you're right. You're right, Sean. Um, pre- hey, so we're, we're really fast here. Colts, uh, COs, what's your pick here? Where's your, where's your conference level? Steelers against who? The Colts? Uh, whatever points um, – there's not enough points. Steelers will probably get beat by 20, so hopefully Tomlin is on his way out of this year. Wow, no confidence. So, all right. I, I actually feel the – no, I mean, I think it's going to be a close game. I think the Steelers are going to actually beat the Colts. So I hate to say it. I just I have a bad feeling about this one. It's one of those where you go into it, and I just feel like there's too much negativity um, surrounding the Steelers where Tomlin wins a lot of these games when you count them out. Um, so I, I think it's going to be bad news for the Colts. But anyway, back to the point of conversation. I think the only – Weakness, like the only I think way you could talk about the 49ers losing a game is the same way we talk about kind of any team losing injuries. Like you go back to that three game losing streak, Debo hurt, Trent Williams hurt. Like that was obviously a big loss. Now, when those two guys are out of the lineup, and, and that was a key reason why they lost three games in a row. And so it's like, okay, sure. Like that's that's the case of any team. Like injuries def- deflate any team. So it's not really like a game plan or like a, something you could talk about just because, like, it's obvious for every single team that you play, if your best players are hurting and out, yeah, that changes the way you're going. But if the 49ers maintain health, Trent Williams doesn't get hurt, Debo doesn't get hurt, Christian McCaffrey doesn't get hurt, Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt, Nick Bosa doesn't get hurt, like we're talking about a 49ers team going to the Super Bowl. But to Sean's point, the 49ers have a ton of depth. Like They're not top-heavy either. They got tremendous depth on the defensive line, tremendous linebacker depth, Maybe, okay, secondary is maybe a little bit of a weakness in general and maybe a little bit uh, of an area where their depth is not there. But they also have a front seven that can make up for it. 
you can't have anyone replace what Debo or Trent Williams brings. Okay. But otherwise, it's like you look around, it's like, man, this, this team is not only talented, they are deep as well. They are deep as well. All right, it is Hake and I with you right here, Ryan Hakey on CBS Sports Radio. We'll take a quick break, quick break. When we do return, we'll continue to take your thoughts here. If you have a team right now that you think is on the same level as the 49ers, that could be the 49ers, either in the NFC playoffs or in the Super Bowl, and would not be an upset, like would not be crazy where it's like we're talking about one of the biggest disappointments, biggest letdowns in terms of a team not winning the Super Bowl, which right now I think is the 49ers. If they don't win it, it's a massive underachievement. And one of the biggest disappointments since the 07 Patriots. If you're a fan of Doritos, you can now not only eat them, but starting December 12th, which is already passed, so it's already out there on the shelves, you can also drink Doritos. Doritos is teaming up with a drink company, Empirical, to announce and to create the Nacho Cheese Spirit. It is an alcoholic spirit because it's not a gin, it's not a tequila, it's not a vodka. It's its own category, if you will. It's 42% alcohol by volume. Um, you can drink basically Doritos. And actual real chips were used um, in the distilling process to get the full flavor. So it is, I'm trying to see here. I think it's because it was announced... Yeah, and you can pre-order it now. $65 for a bottle of nacho cheese spirit. I'll be honest, I'm out on that. I am out uh, on nacho, uh, on Doritos, nacho empirical spirit. Do you have a favorite Doritos flavor? It would be nacho cheese. Not a Cool Ranch. I mean, Cool Ranch is okay. Yeah, I'm a Cool Ranch guy. It definitely would be... Uh, spicy or the the purple bag. Okay. Yeah. I don't like all three are good. I'll eat all three. I yeah. love the red bag the most, but I don't love it enough to drink it. Like drink I, it, yeah. I love to, I'll drink and then eat the nachos after. Like I love that combo. I don't want to be out of the bar ordering Doritos nachos spirits though. Like on the yeah. rocks. No, thank you. Yeah, I agree. Are you ordering that? You're out? Yeah. I'm... You can order, pre-order it now. Christmas. Hey, look, stocking stuffer. <laughs> Not too late. This is the perfect time. If someone got that free for Christmas, what are you, you, you having it? Oh, yeah. Then I'll have it. But oh, you, I, I, so you're intrigued to try it. I, I, yeah, but I mean, like, $65. I mean, I, I mean, for for a drink that I could, I don't know. I, I just, it, it's throwing me off a little bit. I, and I, if, it was, if it was Cool Ranch, then maybe. Well, I'm sure if you're going, I mean, you know that's coming. Yeah, then right, like you know, eventually that's, that's yeah. Then, down then the it might then line. it might persuade me. Yeah, the only thing I'm interested in, I will say, is if you take a shot of it and it goes down smooth like Doritos, maybe we're talking. I would not have a drink like if you have a full drink or even on the rocks of Doritos Nacho Cheese Spirit. No thank. That does not sound appetizing. A shot could be interesting if it doesn't. You know, if it doesn't taste like booze, could be. Swayed by a shot? Yeah. As long as, like, maybe, I don't know. If, uh, I won't say it might just, like, bits in it. I don't know. You want the chips like, the, in like, there? The, like, no, but, I mean, like, imagine if it does. 
like I don't know if it does. That there's the, there's a saying to drink if it like has like the chips. I know obviously the flavor, but like the like chips in it. They use chips during the distillation process, but they like there's not like like you talking about like gold slag where you have like gold flakes like in the like in the in the booze. Like you're talking about like having like actual chips in the booze. I, I've never had that, so I, I mean. But that's, but that's what you're saying. Like, you want the, like, yeah. like broken up chips yeah. in the booze. Yeah. Number one, wouldn't they, like, think they would just get soggy? What's that? The chips. Oh, right. Okay. Right. No, I'm just, I'm, right? Yeah, like, wouldn't yeah, you, yeah. I would assume. Yeah. But no, I, I don't think that, no, they are not, um, there's no chips in there. They use chips to get the taste, but no actual bits of chips. See, now it's pushing me away again. So you're out. Yeah. Final answer, you're out. I am out. I would have a shot, one shot, just to see what it tastes like, but that's about it. So I guess otherwise, out of curiosity, for that reason, I'm out. 855-212-4227. What I am not out on is the 49ers. I am all in on San Francisco. I think that's a team that is, um, I think, destined to the Super Bowl. I think they're going to win the Lombardi Trophy this year. And I think anything short of that is a massive failure. Massive failure. I I can't. I don't see another team that is in their same league, or that's a threat to them to knock them off in the NFC or in the Super Bowl. That to me is a lock. Really fast here. One other thing I want to mention um, is this possibility of Bill Belichick cho- uh, coaching the Chargers. I've seen Peter King throw it out there. Joe Staley is on CBS Sports Radio earlier today with Zach Gelb, and he Zach's been pushing Bill Belichick to the uh, to the Chargers. Joe, um, Joe Staley was with him as well there. Um, I had to pause. Brandon Staley still. Uh, or did I say Joe Staley? Sorry, Joe Thomas. I don't, I don't know why. It's late. I'm sorry. I've not got a lot of sleep. My brain is just completely melting down here. My apologies. Joe Thomas, legendary Browns lineman, Hall of Famer as well, um, was on with Zach Gelb today. He was with Zach and saying that Bill Belichick, he would absolutely envision coaching the Chargers having success there. So a lot of people are saying, BB, the hoodie, to the Chargers. I don't see it. Like I think that's a massive mistake if you're the Chargers because I don't think he's an elite coach anymore, and he's definitely not a, a good offensive coach to where you can trust he can put the pieces around Justin Herbert. You have the quarterback, yes, and that's what everyone says. Oh, well, Bill just sees the quarterback. He would have that with Justin Herbert. But what, what I think we're missing is you have to rebuild that offense. Keenan Allen, aging. Mike Williams, hurt. Quentin Johnson so far, underwhelming as a first-round pick. Austin Eckler, I think, is a is going to be gone uh, as a free agent in the offseason. So you have a lot of pieces you have to replace. Are we trusting Bill to replace him? I and mean, this is the same guy that swung and missed on, on tons of draft picks. Spent that record amount of free agency money two years ago. Busts. I'm not trusting him to, to put an offense around Justin Herbert. You got the quarterback, sure, but what good is Justin Herbert if he has no good pieces around him? He's nothing. So I wouldn't trust Bill to build this Chargers offense or hire the right offensive coordinator considering the same guy that thought Joe Judge and Matt Patricia combined last year would, would be the right you know combo to lead Mac Jones in year number two. I don't trust Bill. If I'm the Chargers, I'm not taking the risk. Um, you could argue, hey, it's not Bill's fault. It's the roster. You know, he built the roster. Uh, you could say he's a good coach, just bad bad players. I would argue he's not a good GM, definitely, and at this point, not a great coach anymore. And if I'm the Chargers, I don't want to risk finding out that, oh, wow, Bill is a bad coach. 
and it's not just the players. Someone else figured that out if he's good or not. 855-212-4227. We are talking about, again, right now, um, not only the future um, of the Chargers, but also right now the future of the 49ers. Is there any team right now on their level? Ryan is calling from Cleveland. What's up, Ryan? Yeah, the Browns is on their level. The Cleveland Browns with Joe Flacco is on their level. Why is that? Yeah, the Browns got more injuries than any team. But right. if they don't have the defensive injuries for the rest of the season and during the playoffs, if those players come back, the Browns can stand up against the Chargers because they beat them with their full roster in the beginning of the season. Right. So the Browns, watch out for the orange and brown. I hear you, Ryan. I will say, and appreciate the call, buddy. Um, no, I'm not making excuses, but it's a fact. I mean, the 49ers did miss a kick. Pretty easy kick you should make to lose a game at the end. So they did drive down the field after uh, P.J. Walker let him down for uh, for a score. Nice Browns win. Again, also without Trent Williams and Debo Samuel got hurt in that, uh, Debo Samuel got hurt in that game. So assuming there is health for the 49ers, there's a rematch in the Super Bowl. Even though it's Joe Flacco and he's looking good, I feel pretty damn good about the 49ers uh, winning that game. Josh is calling from Dallas. What's up, Josh? Jay Money. Hello? There he is. Oh, boy. Yeah, this is Gus. Uh, first time caller, but long-time listener. Is it Gus? No, it's Gus. My bad, Gus. Yeah. I'm going with the Cowboys because... Uh, the 49ers gave the Cowboys a reality check. We barely lost against the Eagles. Back call, and Dak stepped out of bounds. We should have beat them on the first game. We killed them on the second game. But when it comes to the NFC Championship, I think the Cowboys will upset them because Dak's footwork is all good. Drawn Bland, if he gets another couple more interceptions, he's in the MVP. Um, also candidate with Dak. All right, Gus, I appreciate the call. I just kind of similar to the Eagles when we're talking about what could change from the Eagles' ass whoop when they receive from the 49ers if they meet in the playoffs and what's different. What is the difference of the Cowboys? You mentioned that, oh, that was a reality check for Dallas, and since then they got better even though, again, they lost to Philly, and you can argue, oh, Dak stepped out of bounds. They also had plenty of chances near the goal line, couldn't convert. Classic Dallas. Couldn't come through in the clutch. What is changing? What is changing that is different from last year, the year before that, and earlier this year? I don't, like, who has the better head coach? 49ers. Who has the better quarterback? I would take right now Brock Purdy. Who has the better running back? 49ers do. Who has the better offensive line? 49ers do. Better receiving core? 49ers do. Better defense? 49ers do. How is that rematch going any different? I don't see it. 49ers, if they play the Cowboys, I think it would be a lot like uh, in the playoffs. I think it would be a lot like what we saw back in, I think it was week five. It was when they first matched up this year uh, in Santa Clara. All right. I'm not going to try the Doritos um, spirit, if you will, or a try, but it doesn't sound too enticing to me. Alex is also out on it. Let's go to Richie in Baltimore with some thoughts on it. What's up, Richie? Hey, man. How are you? Doing good, buddy. How you doing? I'm great, thank you. That Doritos thing has got to be the worst idea I've ever heard of in my life. You're out on it. You know, if you have a rough night on a certain drink, it kind of ruins it for you, does it not? Oh, good point. 
you know, and Doritos are a very popular chip that could be ruined for uh, uh, a lot of people. <laughs> that's, Richie, that's a really good point. You know? You're right. One and bad night so, of that, you wake up and you, and you get sick even looking at a bag. Yeah, done done with Doritos forever, right? Wow. That would be. Yeah. So, that's, you know, Richie, another, that's looking out. <laughs> yeah, right? Thank you for your uh, uh, thank you for that thought. That's looking out. I didn't think about that part. Like, oh, those those nights where you look at the bottle, like, whew, never again. Imagine doing that for Doritos. Just look at the bag itself. I don't feel that way with food. That could be a first. Doritos is wading into a uh, dangerous waters. There <laughs> could be exiling their own food company if uh, right. If, if some people have too much fun, let's say with the Doritos spirit there. Robert's call from New Orleans, going back to the 49ers here. Talk. What's up, Robert? Hey, how, how you doing, Ryan? Good, buddy. What's going on in your mind, uh, man? I'd have to totally agree with your 49ers. Healthy, nobody can beat them. I, I hate the 49ers. I hate the Pittsburgh Steelers. Why? Because I hate the 49ers. I don't know if you remember, they had they cheated in the, the uh, salary cap. They had back-to-back Super Bowl quarterbacks, Montana and Young, and they come in and destroy us. The Saints, I'm from New Orleans, of course. And uh, I have to agree with you. Healthy, nobody can beat the 49ers. You know what I respect about that, Robert? You are still holding a grudge. We're talking about, yep. what, 30, 40 years ago? I, I can't I can't help it. They were in my division. I hate them. I, re- I am a no grudge holder myself. I'm a hater, Robert. I am with you. I love that. I, anytime a, a team wrongs me or a player wrongs me, I don't forget it. And I will hate them to the end of time. No, time does not heal all wounds when it comes to sports. I was, I'm with Robert 100%. Don't care if it was Joe Montana back in the 1980s. Screw you. Love that. But there's someone who hates the 49ers and still admits they are the best. I think at this point, to wrap up here, if the 49ers don't win the Super Bowl, I think it's a massive disappointment. Like 07 Patriots level failure of they are clearly head and shoulders above everybody else. And I don't think there's any right now a team that could beat them in the NFC or in the AFC. All right, when we return, let's circle back to the big story of the day. The Chargers have fired Brandon Staley. Who should they hire now going forward? I got you the answers. We'll give them to you next. It's Ryan Hickey with you right here on CBS Sports Radio.